Hey Kurt, this is Richard Wilson from Mad Shelley Films, and we have a message for you. This, this is, is Mad Shelley Films, and, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto Radio. I'm recording this right now. It's 3-19-2020. It's 11.58 p.m. Uh, I started recording this back on March 10th. Thank you, by the way, to... Uh, to Robert Wilson and the Mad Shelley production team for that awesome intro. Um, we're going to hear a couple of fun, fun things from Unusual Tuesday. Uh, we're going to hear. We're going to hear um, a quick interview with a guy who composes cartoons. He was over at the. Um, we had a little get together. Uh, we live streamed a concert that we had uh, out in. We live streamed a Yachtly Crew, the whole show that was recorded, that we did at um, in Yuma at uh, midnight at the Oasis, Yuma, Arizona. We were out there before before the coronavirus stuff really hit, and then you'll hear um, you'll hear us. You'll hear uh, Philly Ocean's mom talking she'll be talking so it it just took me a little bit of time to to get this up um but i basically i I recorded this stuff within a three-day time span so imagine so imagine uh, all this stuff that i'm saying in there it just took me a while to actually just get this up but the revelations and all the stuff that's contained in this podcast you'll hear information that's in here well, specifically, I said Invisible Enemy. And uh, as I've been looking through Twitter, I'm noticing that Trump is using that, that phrase now. Um, I also believe I talked about essential. What is essential? Well, now we're starting to see places, you know, only essential places are staying open. So it, it's really quite strange. Um, I only remember little bits of what I said during this podcast. Like I said, I don't go back and, and listen to what I did, but... Um, oh, it just clicked over to 320, 2020. Um, 12 a.m. Yeah. So, so yeah, so there's that. So I'm not, trust me, I'm not parroting anything that I heard. These, anything that you hear on this podcast was my own theories, my own ideas. Um, it's just quite strange. So... Yeah, this this was started on March tenth. Uh, tenth, yeah. Tuesday. Wait, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. Unusual Tuesdays. Anyway, um, here we go. Without further ado, here's the show. I trust you all have hunkered down with the, with the you know, you're, you're all doing well with this coronavirus thing. And uh, you're being very pro- prolific. And, uh, yeah, 
I hope you're having a lot of fun reconnecting with your friends and family, talking to them on the phone and whatnot. Just find creative ways to, to keep yourself entertained. Okay, here we go. Thank you so much. I put the other cat into the other room. His name is Zeke. He's a large, black, fluffy cat, and he's still young, but he tackles the other cats sometimes. So when he first met him, he tackled him right away. As soon as he met him, as soon as he saw him. So they've been gun-shy around this guy, and usually when he walks around, they hiss at him and stuff. So... Before I leave, I usually put him in to my sister's room, close it up, and then I go out and I come back and then I let him out. So I was just sitting here wondering, you know, I'd let him out, take him out of this dark room because I forgot to put a little light on for him before I left. It was light out before I left, but now it's dark. Kitty, 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 kitty. 
Come here, kitty. So I brought him out here and he it was just like I took him from this place where it was dark. And I brought him out here. And I thought, what an interesting thing that must be in his mind. He goes from this total darkness to this place where all of a sudden he's getting cuddles and getting getting pets. Kitty, 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 kitty. And so I just thought what that must be like. And if there was a human like, you know, that you're brought from the darkness, all of a sudden you're brought out to light, and all of a sudden there's all this petting going on. All this greatness and all this just pure pleasure, pure satisfaction. Just pure satisfaction. So... I thought to myself, what must this be like? Brought out from total darkness. Brought out from total darkness into a place where someone is just suddenly nurturing you. See, you, you've been able to do cartoons? I've done a lot of cartoons. I did uh, Strawberry Shortcake. I did um, Futurama. I did a couple of others that are on my page. I can't remember what the names are now because they've been like 10 or 15 years ago. Do you watch the image and I've then, done everything. And then I've, I've ideas? I've been around for 25 years. There's almost nothing I haven't done except the movie that everybody has, you know, fucking seen in their lifetime. You know, I, I haven't done Star Wars and I haven't done... Uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. I'm one of those journeymen that have done everything that you've probably seen, <laughs> but never heard of. You know? I just don't have, like, a lot of big marquee things except Dolly or Futurama. Or um, so basically the people behind the scenes, the, 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 the creative types that, uh, like... The, does drawings of it help you out? Does I've like are you more of a visual guy? Or are you more of a yeah? I'm like what helps lead guy. you in the direction? Do you think visual? I don't read scripts. Visual, and I, I've done temp music to animatics. Do you know what an animatic is? It's, it's like a it's like a it's sketch. It's like a yeah. riff on what they. Yeah, it's like if you were to see a complete cartoon from here to here, an animatic is just like a sketch every like. You know, ten seconds of that. Yeah. You know, Boo Boo says what, and then right. so -so runs over here, and they got oh the, yeah, yeah, the little lines showing that he's running. Yeah, 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 explosion. And then yeah. what they do is they they've given that to me. I did Jungle Book two. Uh, I tempt that with just animatics. They gave me that cut together with a voiceover. So Boo Boo says what, and then so and so runs over here, and then Mowgli says this and whatever, you know. And then I'm putting. Was music it just to a that. sketchy storyboard? Yeah, like just boards. really the, the and basically basis. it's like a radio play. I'm scoring a radio play. 
So they're giving you the b- base, yes. and so like, the animators roots. didn't animate to that. So when you saw that, I, I was mean, in there before anybody else. Incredible, yeah. incredible. So I'm not, like kind of like creating, producing the blueprints of music yeah. scores. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. I love so, it because it's creative. That's incredible. So, so what? Like, have you do you score pieces? Do you score? You know, an entire thing. Do you, you know, everything oh, in between? Um, I get brought in to projects at the very last minute to finish them. I get brought in very early to start them. Um. to the uh, grocery store right now. March 15th, today's my sister's birthday. Probably about, what, 10 days after uh, the coronavirus craze took a hold of America. I've got a lot of theories about this thing. And uh, I think it'd be best if I just or to write it in sort of a science fiction format and put it into a movie or a TV show series 
Um, because if I said it out loud, it could very well cast, cast that spell into reality, and I would prefer not to do that. Just got off the phone with John Garside, and he was telling me about some really interesting conversations and situations uh, with people at the grocery store. Some of the funny dialogue that he's heard. And I thought, oh my God, those are extraordinary pieces of dialogue. Great scenes to be um, utilized. Uh, to be utilized in a movie type of situation. Exactly about this type of, you know, thing that we're at, at here. Note to self, I should probably find a different route home. Uh, I'm walking straight through a little homeless community are the homeless more susceptible to something like coronavirus it's interesting as soon as I came out of that tunnel the uh, the sun came out it's been raining uh, during the duration so far of the announcement of the coronavirus it's been it's been reflecting the sentiments of that and I'm really Utilizing my uh, law of attraction, reality manifestation techniques, watching videos that deal with that, just in general, um, just in general, having to apply it. Because really, what the the extraordinary stuff that we learn about manifestation of reality, about positivity, optimism, all that stuff. Um, All that stuff is to be used when you're in situations where it seems kind of unsightly or uh, unfavorable, I'll say. Or, Or, you know, situations where it looks bleak. And it offers you the opportunity to, um, you know, there are those the, there are those who base what they're doing on what they see. Then there are those who are based on what they're doing on um, what they already sort of believe. So, um, it's quite interesting when you think about that. Basing what you do on what you believe to be true. And viewing it from a creator's standpoint rather than uh, the mindset that kind of puts you in a disadvantage or a lack of or, you know, that feeling of, oh, we're not quite there yet. The idea is to erase that Raise the idea of, oh, I hope that someday it might be able to work out. Oh, fingers crossed. 
maybe this wish will come true. No, it's not. It's not that. It's knowing that it already is is there. It already exists. And you summon that preferred state of being into your personal reality experience. It is something you get to do. It's something I get to do. It's a gift that is given to us as creators. Remember, we are beyond what is just here. We are that stardust. We are that... We are beyond the stardust. The unseen makes the scene. Isn't that interesting? The unseen makes the scene. It's what's off stage that is then brought on stage. What is unseen makes the scene. It's, it's so interesting. Like a play. I'm imagining a play in my brain right now. The scene. What is the scene? S-E-E-N and also S-C-E-N-E. What's the scene? So, the unseen is the... Could, we could kind of view that as sort of like a, a whiteboard, a, the blank, blank canvas. The unseen. And then you just add to what is seen. So knowing that we are beyond stardust, that we are the stuff that is the invisible become before we become the visible. And if we keep playing with that idea that behind the scenes, behind the S-E-E-N-S, <laughs> I love it, behind the scenes is uh, is a whole lot of agreements being made. A whole lot of intentions going on. Going, you know what? When I go down there, you and I, we're going to link up. We'll find each other. But see, and then that's the funny thing, though. When we come here as humans, we have that amnesia. We can't remember we made that agreement. Usually, during times of dreams, during times of dreams, during times of hypnosis, usually that stuff comes out. Because it's not blocked by the conscious mind. Dolores Cannon used to tap into that area all the time with her hypnosis, the somnambulistic levels of, of hypnosis, where you're uh, your pure, just all that is, pure source gets to talk through you. That's the idea anyway. Actually, the idea, you know, would be to touch that source, to touch that beauty, to touch that excitement and joy whenever we can, as often as we can. It's affectious. I was going to say it's infectious, but it's really affectious. It's an affection that, you know, it affects the populace out there in the world. And, um, and then that reflection keeps going. It keeps reflecting, keeps bouncing, uh, keeps moving and grooving. Influencing other molecules, other human avatars. So look at that. As I'm talking about this, this beauty, you know, talk about all that is. Talking about pure source, pure spirit. Look at this. The sun shines and stuff. And what is the sun? The sun is a symbolic representation of that source, source energy. What we come from. 
before we're sent out as tiny little sparks across the universe. All right, we'll talk more how I'm about to enter this place. I'm gonna get some stuff for my sister Jenny's birthday. Okay, let me give you another safe driving tip while I am on the subject. Don't watch the screen if you are enjoying one of my YouTube channel's uh, videos while you're driving. I don't want you to be distracted and get in an accident, but I also want to warn you, don't listen to my meditation offerings on the, on the uh, podcast or the YouTube channel, actually. I am a meditation teacher. I don't want anyone out there to be driving and listen to those because I don't want you to be so relaxed that you get in an accident. Wait till you're somewhere safe where you can relax. Also, be very aware of the titles on all of my episodes. If it says it's a meditation, I'm not bluffing. If it says, don't be a chicken, <laughs> I may be in a chicken suit. You just can't see me if you're on the podcast. But I'll talk about my... my Back out here in the world, it's so crazy, man. I mean, I, I've had discussions about this, about this stuff going on here. There's so many contradicting, so many contradicting statistics and information out there in the world concerning this. And uh, what do you do in a situation like that when things contradict each other? Is this virus as crazy as they're saying it is? I've seen statistics where it, it showed it that it was uh, um, it was less it, it, it was easier to get um, Ebola or like you know just like these extreme things. Um, it's easier to get those than it is to get the coronavirus. And then it was talking about just like how dangerous it is. And, you know, really there's not much danger to it. What's so crazy about this whole situation is that you know that each person you come in, that you, you even cross paths with from a distance whether it's the grocery store, whether it's walking down the sidewalk, there's this, there's this, there's this look in their eyes. There's, there's a um, thought pattern that you feel, a certain vibe that's in their brains. And uh, it's like, there's just like a general malaise that's just kind of like hanging over. Just like a cloud, a dark cloud that's just kind of like, here I am. And since, you know, nobody knows anything about it, you don't know when it can strike, how it strikes. Um, if it's something that can float through the air, if it's something that is on a uh, crosswalk signal, you know, you just don't know. It's a completely... Uh, up in the air position on this thing. Sort of a, it's sort of basically a, a choose your own adventure 
uh, cross crossroad, you know, fork in the crossroad. And since it is so similar to so many other things, like a common cold, uh, all this stuff, since all of those... It's so funny, because like at this stage, they're saying they don't really know what it is, yet they test people. So how do they know what to look for? If the, same, if the symptoms are the same thing as having a cold or... Runny nose, you know, all that jazz. And then, and then it's been said that it takes 12 days for it to show up. So if you notice the signs and the symptoms, then uh, that means that, that 12 days ago you're infected. Now, this is the thing, is that they give you um, the symptoms and all this stuff. And they say, okay, if you... If you encounter this type of stuff, um, you might have it. But then you look at that stuff and you go, well, those are the same symptoms as, as this thing over here, or that thing over there. So who's really to say? So what if there are just tons of misdiagnosed cases out there where they're misdiagnosing them? What if most of the thi- what if most of the things that we're hearing about out there? Well, it's like okay, well this this area has this, this area has this. What if most of the stuff that we're hearing about is completely misdiagnosed information? On top of that, what if that's just also partially people who just don't want to go to work? They're just saying, you know what, I got it. They're going to see how much they can reap the benefits uh, uh, off of this social distancing situation that's the new buzzword that's the new buzzword I think that would be fun to get a job being one of the people who you you, you know you brainstorm and you come up with the certain names for certain things you know being the one who gets to come up with uh, like uh, for instance uh, back in the day Desert Storm Someone invented that term. And then once someone invented that, then it was just used over and over and over again in all kinds of contexts, repeated over and over again. And it just became this um, just sort of known thing. Oh, desert, oh yeah, desert storm. Yeah, that's what they're doing, desert storm. Social distancing. Oh, you, you, you know. I'm entering big lots now, and there's a lot of stuff that's just off the walls. Let's see. Let's see. I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you later. Damn this thing. It cut me off. But listen, let me talk about my viral video. Viral in the best sense of the word, not the scary way. (laughs) My video has 112,000 views right now. A friend of mine in New Zealand happened to spot it on uh, YouTube somewhere. She happened to see me on the screen. She's like, wait, wait, that's Maria. And she sent me a message and I found it. It's on this show called scary mommy. And I'm not even kidding you. They're not calling me scary. I don't think. (laughs) Did you ever see that movie, Food of the Gods, when the farm animals grew too large? (laughs) Maybe a mom in a chicken suit is a little too much for people. (laughs) 
Do you know, by the way, about Jukin Media? They, they're paying me a little bit, actually, for some of my videos. It's pretty cool. I'll do an episode about it. So interesting. Um, in situations like this, it shows the true colors of certain people. It shows those, those uh, emotions, those feelings, those vibes, um, those general ways of just treating humanity, uh, you know, the situations like this, it brings out those, those, those base, um, raw foundations that they stand on. It's, it's like people are really showing their true colors and, um, it's quite interesting because you, you, one might think in a um, situation like this, people would really try to help each other out, be there for each other, not hoard things, not jack up the prices of um, toilet paper, all those things. Like, I w I'd like to believe that toilet paper is not going to get, not going to raise in price. I'd like to believe um, what's going on right now is very similar to the stuff that we see with, um, now maybe this is not the best example, but remember when they made it a law where you cannot text while you were driving? Well... Can you, can you remember? As soon as that law was, was, was emerged, everybody was very staunch about it. And we're watching their backs to make sure that they weren't getting in trouble for talking on the phone while driving. You know, there's, there's a very strict thing on that. Now, they've kind of let off the pedal, and now you can kind of see more people talking on the phones, not really caring. I'll see them at the stoplights, and they're talking on their phones in their cars. So, driving on the freeway, you know, texting. Um, some people just are texting while they're driving. So, it's something to um, to think about that maybe this, the, you know, this first big splash, it'll kind of dissipate. Um, everyone who has hoarded the toilet paper will feel okay maybe that's enough maybe that's maybe that's enough hoarding i think i i think i got enough um i think i got enough toilet paper i i think i'll let someone else have a try so that's what i'm that's what i'm rooting for going up to walgreens right now just to see what what uh what it looks like in here See if maybe there's some uh, airborne, some sort of cold medicine, you know, something like that. To get in front of it, get in front of any of this razzmatazz that's going around. Yeah, it's so crazy when you see these true colors. It's like Black Friday, right? When Black Friday hits, all of a sudden, there's this this sense of like just losing all 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 morality. It's so crazy and intriguing. All right, let's see what we can find here. Let's see. 
think they got a pharmacy here. If they got a pharmacy, that would be really ideal. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Let's just see what we can get here. Let's see, let's see if they left anything. things here. Interesting. Got all kinds of interesting kinds of interesting giblets here. We will uh, come back to this later on. Let's see what, I, what else I can find here. crazy thing about invisible threat is um, no matter what uh, those who are in charge of the media those who are in charge of saying what goes on the programming they ultimately are the ones who are controlling what we're seeing, what we need to be aware of and the, the, the importance the risk factors, all those things so, if they tell you, uh-oh, it could be anywhere, it could be anything, it could be disguised as this, it's an invisible enemy. It's, 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 it can strike at any time. Um, it's like if someone gets possessed by a ghost, and that person acts crazy and strange and does outlandish things, you don't blame the ghost, you blame that person. You know, that person is the one who's, who gets response, uh, is the one who, on, to, to the eyes of authorities, that person is the one who's responsible for it. You know, they're, they're, they, someone needs to be blamed and it's this human. We cannot blame the ghost because we don't believe in ghosts. So we cannot blame the ghost. <laughs> is that interesting, this unseen force? So that's the thing with an unseen, invisible enemy like this. Quote, enemy, unquote. So anyone at any time could be deemed, you know, infected with it. Um, quarantined, stuck off to the side. Um, and, and, and no one can say anything about it. So that's the funny thing. Because we don't really know anything about it. This reminds me of like those beginning stages of AIDS. Remember when AIDS came out and it was a brand new thing. No one like had a name for it or a definition. And then they were, and then they were coming out with this definition for it. And, uh, and then it became this thing like, okay, who has it? Where can we get it? Where is it? You know, how is it transferable? In this day and age, I don't, I don't think I've ever, I, I don't hear about AIDS anymore, HIV, any of that stuff. Somehow, uh, Magic Johnson is fine. That's what it reminds me of this coronavirus. You know, uh, the Hanks getting it. It just, it just, the conspiracy theorist to me is is just suspicious. That's all. I'm just a questioner. I'm a detective. You know, and when I see things that don't seem to add up or a little wonky or strange, I, I. I point them out. And, uh, 
it's worth mentioning, right? It's worth noticing. Because anybody's theories... See, during, during a time where nobody knows what is up or what is down, anybody's idea, opinion, or theory about what is up or what is down is just as... Well, heck. If you don't have bearings to stand on, if, uh, you know, anybody's opinion could be the right one. So... In addition to that, I also realized that these are things that uh, I think Dolores Cannon was talking about when she was talking about the new earth coming along. This might be some of those stages. This might be the next sort of like click over into the idea of uh, a new earth and um, the old earth. If you read her uh, convoluted, I think it's called convoluted universe. Yeah. Convoluted Universe by Dolores Cannon. She was doing just tons of hypnosis work, past life regression work, and uh, discovering all these really interesting giblets, pieces of information through these various people uh, across across the globe. And she would find commonalities in these people. And she started paying attention to this stuff. And, And a lot of them talked about the new earth. They said it's an earth that's basically, it's like a template that's on top of this earth. And there are going to be two earths split. The one has been uh, being made prepared of. And that's where all those who are tuned in are basically going to transfer over to. It's like a, uh, you know, we're just going to transfer over to it. And those who are burdened by the illusions of what's going on right now. See, this is the stuff. This is the stuff that they were talking about. They said, don't buy into the illusion. It's all just an illusion. So if we get that idea in our brains, you combine that with the idea that we're each these powerful creators manifesting our own realities. Um, Knowing that 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 all of these multi-dimensions and all of these parallel universes exist, knowing that they exist and all we have to do is shift into it, you know, uh, get into that vibration of what that is. If you imagine your paradigm being completely... There's something that Abraham was talking about. Esther Hicks. Um... was it oh don't live don't live in the fear of what you can't change don't live in the fear of like of worry of like oh my gosh i won't be able to change this or i'm scared all this stuff is going to happen instead switch the perspective to what do i want what do i prefer what do i want what do i prefer and then simultaneously not waiting around for it to show up not pining for it, not forcing it into existence, allowing it to show up when it does, and then, and then simultaneously trusting the process, even if it seems unfavorable, trust that it is a part of what you ultimately do want. Maybe with this social distancing, what's going to happen is since there will be less 
less folks out there partying. Um, maybe what'll happen is, hey Jen. What'll happen is more people will start getting more involved in writing that next great American novel. Um, learning that instrument, making that album, painting that great painting that they've wanted to, all those things. I think this is going to be one of those things that helps usher in that idea. Um, Now, what's crazy and what goes along with that, you know, the other side of that perspective is that these people are going to be at home glued to their TVs waiting for the news to tell them what's going on next. Some of those folks, others are going to find the the time within their lives. It's funny, the same people who go, oh, I don't have enough time for that in my life. Oh, geez, you know, I don't, I don't have time to sit. I don't have time to do anything for that. Well, this is that time to make use of that if you truly... Indeed, you know, want to learn that instrument. If you, if you, if you do want to write that book of poetry that you've been talking about, this is what that is for. Same thing as when you get sick and you got to stay home. You're all you're all bundled up like a nautilus, and you're trying to um, get better. Well, not that's the best time to to. Uh, Binge watch all of those all those episodes you've been wanting to see. I would say Money Heist is a good one to do. Very good one to do. It's a really complex, just just astounding series. I think they're up to uh, season four. They're going to be coming out season four in April sometime. Yeah, so there are some good ones. Lost, of course, is an extraordinary one to to binge watch, to get involved with deep deep in the in the gears with. Okay. More later. I hope you're doing well, by the way, and you're staying inspired. Uh, by the way, um, I made a short film called Unseen Community. Look it up on YouTube. It's on YouTube. I'm entering it into all these different film festivals. Did you know that there are a whole bunch of film festivals out there that do not charge any fee for them? No fee film festivals. You could research it. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm just going like a madman. I've been making a trailer. I finally made a trailer. I'm uploading it to YouTube. Uh, some of these places want a trailer. Some of them want you to have a download link. That's the other thing I've, I've done all day. It's taken about six hours for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, it's a big file, two, two gigabytes. I had to turn this thing into an MP4. Um, some of these film festivals want that. So um, now I think I'm pretty much I'm prepared. So uh, I'll let you know of those updates, of course. Now you are more than willing to submit to the Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival. That does cost something to enter. Um, that's not happening until 2021, so there's plenty of time. We're going to wait out the coronavirus, and by then, everything's going to be cool. So submit to that, kapowiff.com, and let me know. Let me know. Let me know if you submit. I'd like to, I'd like to see your creation.
Hey guys, uh, it's 7.30 p.m. here, Los Angeles time. Um, it's St. Patrick's Day, actually. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I gotta say, the strangest St. Patrick's Day um, I've ever experienced. What about you? Is this, is this St. Patrick's Day just as, uh, strange to you as it is to me. So here's a beautiful synchronicity. Um, a friend of mine um, Jeff Finn he's putting together the documentary Before the End which is all about Jim Morrison. So he asked me to draw something for him. And so I thought to get in the proper mood, I'd listen to a bunch of Doors. Um, on iTunes, there are some rare interviews with Jim Morrison. I wanted to get into the spirit of things. So I've been listening to a lot of Doors for the past, you know, I guess four days or so. And, okay, during that time, I'd mentioned a Yachtly crew. I said, you know what would be great? is if we streamed live and did like a pay-per-view type of thing because a lot of our shows were getting canceled and that's basically my income. So I said this to these guys and they said, no, no, we're not going to charge, you know, we're not going to do that. And I said, all right, all right. So today I am getting a call from my buddy Tony, Tony Fernandez, and he is in the Doors tribute band Peace Frog. They tour all over the place. And they had a residency at the Viper Room over there on Sunset Strip. Every Sunday they were playing. That's where Yachtly Crew is playing, um, what was it, the first Friday of every month. So um, Tony and his band Peace Frog, they're, they're performing there. And um, so, he, so he calls me up today and he's like, hey, do you want to make 150 bucks on, on, on Sunday? He said, uh, Peace Frog is going to, we're going to stream live. I ended up talking to him. They're going to stream live. They found, they found a, and I didn't even tell him about what I mentioned in the Alley Crew. I, I didn't even, you know, he didn't even know. I didn't even talk to him in a long time. So he ends up, you know, saying, oh yeah, we're going to, we're going to stream live. Here's a pay-per-view type of thing. He said, within a half an hour, I already, I already sold $1,500 in tickets, and I thought, oh my God, that's that's amazing, you know. So I, I passed that information out to Yachtly Crew to see if that's helpful for them. Now the beautiful thing is, let's see. I'd like to believe that this podcast is going to go out tonight. Um, uh, I'll be hosting it. I'll be hosting this special thing at, at, at on Sunday. This is why he was he was calling me up to see if I wanted to do this. Um, he asked me if I wanted to host it with his wife. And take some calls from from the uh, populace and talk about Yachtly Crew and um, talk about the doors and all this stuff while they're getting set up in the other room. And so we would, you know, we, we would talk about what's going on, talk about the doors, maybe read some Jim Morrison poetry. So that is going on Sunday. Uh, let's see. Let me look at the exact. If you want to see it online... Uh, go to 
just just search for Doors Tribute Peace Frog pay-per-view live stream. Type that in. If you're a big Doors fan, you'll you'll get a kick out of these guys. So uh so I just thought, man, how beautiful is that? I I mean you you've got I mean you personally you've got to be witnessing the the the, the magic that's happened here right how how beautiful and interesting is that I've been listening to the doors I mentioned a thing with the live stream and look at this this is a sandwich and, oh and it's some income for me so this is like a sandwich of three items that were like you know, main things. Income, the doors, live stream. All three are coming together. The magic number, baby. How cool is that synchronicity? Man. So, yeah, this Sunday, uh, I'm not sure what time. Not sure what time. So, you know, if that's something you're interested in, check it out. Check it out. Um, and who knows? Who knows if Yachtly Crew is going to ever live stream, but gosh, that would be fun. We actually did a live stream. They, um, let's see, what was it? When we were in Yuma at midnight at the Oasis for the car show, they had a bunch of cameras on us for that thing. And usually I never see the footage. I never, you know, we just never, either we never get a hold of it or they don't actually record it. They just, they just, you know, play it through the cameras to blast up on the big screens. But in this case, they actually gave us the footage. And uh, Chaz, a.k.a. Baba Booey in Yachtly Crew, he always sets up a few different GoPros around the around where we're playing at. So he wanted to capture, there was like over 5,000 people, over 5,000 car enthusiasts at this thing. And... Uh, It's not going to whistle. Not going to whistle yet. So he he put all those cameras around. And once he got the footage, he edited together what they gave us and what his footage is. And then we actually live streamed that on Facebook. So we live streamed that live show on Facebook. And there were a lot of people watching. I don't know if it's still up there or not on the Yatley Crew page. It would be helpful and it would be awesome if it, if it was. Um. So we already did a live stream thing for a past show. Who knows what will happen in the future? However, you know that this is the, the root of information concerning uh, behind-the-scenes antics of Yachtly Crew. As far as I know, there's no other podcast out there in the world that will let you in on the behind-the-scenes of, uh, of the Yacht Rock Band Yachtly Crew. So, this is that place, and you can rest assured that I'll be letting you know all about it, all about it. Also, by the way, um, I posted something on my Instagram. For all of you who live in Los Angeles and you're renting places, um, you, you know, you might be worried, oh gosh, I'm, how am I going to get any income? I work at a restaurant. My, the restaurant's closed. Oh, I, I, I'm a traveling musician. The venues are closed. Um, whatever it is. 
and you're like, okay, what, how, how, do, you know, how am I going to, how am I going to pay for rent? Well, to the renters of Los Angeles, Mayor Garcetti issued, I think it was two days ago, and there's a PDF online, you can read it, uh, saying that nobody is going to get evicted. You know, there's certain things in order, nobody's going to get evicted. So I'd like to believe this is going on for the rest of the United States of America. And I would trust that something like this is going on in other countries. If you're listening to this from Jamaica, I know we got Jamaican listeners out there. We got people from Czechoslovakia. We got people from Ireland. We got people from Germany. There are all kinds of people from all over the world listening to this podcast right now. So thank you. Thank you to those who are listening. Um, so yeah, check out my Instagram if you want to see what's going on. Uh, go to Instagram.com slash Inspirato Projecto. Or if you've got Instagram already, just go to Inspirato Projecto, the title of this podcast, and, and it'll, it'll lead you there. I promise you. I promise you. It'll lead you there. Another thing is, I made another short film. I don't know if I talked about this or not. I don't go back and listen to my podcast, so I don't know. I might be repeating myself. So if I'm redundant, that's all right. That's all right. At least now you know again. I made another short film. This one is called Unseen Community. Community. Unseen Community. Um, it's a whopper. It's a doozy. It's a mind bender. It's uh, surreal. It works on many levels. And, of course, many multi-dimensions. So, that is on YouTube. You can search for Unseen Community Animated Short Cinema. Just look up Unseen Community. You'll see both a trailer and the movie. Also, if you're on Instagram, you can check that out on my personal IGTV station. I think I'll also open it, uh, upload it to Vimeo. I've been spending a lot of time looking online for film festivals that are called, that like don't charge you a fee, no fee film festivals. And I'm looking at, and I'm submitting it to those film festivals, but to the festivals that are taking place in, let's say, May. You know? Because we don't, we don't know if they're going to be around. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of stuff. You know, that you're filling out for each of these things. Thank God I'm not charging any fees. Or they're not charging any fees. Kapow is still charging fees. Um, that's how we rent our theater. I don't know how those folks rent their theaters. Anyway, um, that's all for now. I think that's all for now. Um, if you want to contribute to this podcast, please call 561-203-9179 or leave your message, leave your audio on the voicemail. You can leave it right there on the voicemail. And, uh, and I'll, I'll definitely, uh, you know, I'll, I'll definitely, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll put it on the podcast. I'll share it with the world. How cool is that? You can also, wait, um, you can also email me. Inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. Go ahead and email me there. You can email me that three minutes. I would say three minutes is good. Three minutes is a good amount of time. Could be you reading a poem. Could you be you playing a riff? All kinds of stuff. 
So thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And uh, I hope your quarantine is a lot of fun. Hope you're having some fun out there. Take care. Till next time. It's the end of the show, folks. If you got it this far, congratulations to you. Thank you so much. You made it through the cats uh, meowing for food. You made it through Maria Humphreys and her her fun insights from Strong Body, Strong Soul podcast. You heard Philly Ocean's mom, Philly Ocean from Yachtly Crew, his mom giving some wisdom. You heard some theories that I had. You heard some talents over at Unusual Tuesday. And like I said at the beginning of this show, um, this stuff started to be recorded on March 10th. And uh, I basically recorded it over the course of, what, like two Two days, two or three days, but I'm just now getting around to posting this. Um, thank you for listening. And and I trust that you are drinking your ozonated water like I am. Check it out. You can hear it buzzing. And uh, and you're just, you're taking your Sudafed and you're, you're being real good, being real good to yourself and being prolific with your arts. Now's the time to start that that uh, novel you've always meant to write now's the time to learn a new instrument become the media that you want to see in the world this is actually quite a lot of freedom that we're being given right now so you know take every opportunity and uh Uh, we'll, we'll talk to you next time. Take care.